Previously on Just Cow in the City. Why would you invite this guy who ruined everything in 1999? You only wish Cousin Elliot was here to see this five <laughs> minutes later. I'm glad Cousin Elliot isn't here to see this. <laughs> Where's your sister, Dave? You're not bringing her again. I don't know. I thought people would be more energetic. They, they were before you got here. Again, the Jets are... Ugh! Oh, my God! That's the scene! It's the scene that Rhoda was so obsessed with! My uh, 300-pound friend's first time <laughs> eating sushi. I don't know. He might get skinnier now. He's an ass. He's always in trouble, as if he was a third grader. He's like Barney Rubble. He seems pretty dumb, but he always has fun. Just cow in the city. Sometimes he's witty. The pressure is low Just cow in the city He's dynamite Podcast should be on the radio Hello everybody and welcome to Just Cow in the City Final edition of September 2023 Already, oh it's so frustrating when we all know As I say just so many times, the fall goes so fast already moving into october halloween the next thing you know it'll be thanksgiving and christmas then it all falls apart but finally after all these years i have something to look forward to after christmas and of course i'm talking about my three credit course at the university which is now all set to go we don't have a title for it yet but it's all set it is in the books in a few weeks the students will be able to register my three-credit course. And the girls uh, at my uh, in my class today told me, it's like, well, you know, it's not a required course. Because I was like, oh, my God, everybody's going to take this course. But I guess it's not a required course. So I don't know how many students are going to be in. I don't really care. Obviously, I'm enjoying it anyway. And uh, as we open our show this evening, I can tell you that the writer... And producer of Back to the Future zoomed in on the class yesterday. Mr. Bob Gale joined us for a half-hour session of questions and stories. And, you know, besides one horrible kid that tried to ruin everything, because there's always one, uh, everything went pretty swimmingly. He was very sweet, but it was kind of funny at the beginning of the week when I was putting it together, I'm like, yeah, it's all set. He's like, ah, come on. These kids aren't going to ask me like stupid questions that can be found anywhere online, right? I mean, this guy's been asking, answering back to the future questions for 40 years. So I guess he's kind of had it, but thank God. Yeah, he got it. He was like, well, I love talking to students. You know, I'm like, thanks a lot yesterday. He's like, oh, I love talking to students. I'm like, because that's what it comes down to. Like, you know, why wouldn't you like talking to students no matter what you've done, right? But he's like, they're not going to ask me stupid questions like, was that real manure in the truck that fell into Biff's car? And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm I'm asking further questions in advance so that won't happen. So besides my questions, <laughs> which uh, might have been the stupidest ones of all, but they're not. I mean, I could 
you know, make maybe think of them that way in my mind, but uh, mostly we took questions which I thought would be uh, good enough to ask. And my question was, of course, you know, we read your first draft of the script where it's one paragraph where he's talking to his, Marty's talking to his girlfriend and saying how the him and the doc met, why take that out? And he just answered like we just, he answered about, it, it actually has to do with Eric Stoltz, which was completely fascinating. So it was a great answer. And I don't know whether he ever answered that question before. It seems like that would be a, did you use real manure question? The most obvious question in John Mulaney even has that bit about Doc and Marty. Why did they meet? Why are they friends? And he said it's actually came down to Eric Stoltz. And because we had to shoot half of the movie again and the budget was gone, we had to make major cuts. And we just said, you know, why Why is this even necessary? It's like, he, and the way he was saying it was pretty cool. He said, well, when you open and you see all the cool things in Doc's office and he's got the speakers and he's got the guitar, you know, he's like, why wouldn't he want to hang out in this guy's you know, lab or home because he's got all this cool stuff. And I'm like, yeah, actually, that makes perfect sense. So why wouldn't they? And, of course, it's supposed to be also like a father figure because his father, you know, before things changed, wasn't a very good father. And then it all just kind of added up. And they were just trying to, like, not, I guess, give more work and more time, (laughs) even though it seems like, uh, like I've always said, like, well, you had two other movies you could have mentioned it, but I guess at that time... It really just didn't matter, but it is a probing question, you, you know, and I, I, I don't, I think I told you guys, I think I told you guys the way they were supposed to meet is that he came to Marty when he was young and asked him if he wanted to do some chores and sweep out the basement and he'd give him 50 bucks a week in beer. So that's, that's the only thing that was missing. Of course, that's a cool thing, but I think it's also, thank God they didn't do it that way because then if you're giving a minor beer uh, nowadays, everybody would be pissed and the movie would be canceled. So, you know, thank goodness, I guess they did. And also, he told us something very interesting, which I thought was great. Hopefully, you will, too, that they're like, well, we wanted to do these scenes where, like, he invented rock and roll. You know, I didn't think about it this way. Chuck, this is your cousin, Marvin. Marvin Berry. Listen to this. You know that new sound you're looking for? (laughs) Well, listen to this. So that was I never thought about it that way when he said, like, well, we wanted to have him invent rock and roll and skateboards i never thought about it that way that was premeditated that they said we want to have him invent this and you know what that just puts that movie on a totally different level obviously it's it's obvious but but yet it's not it never occurred to me that he invented skateboards when he kind of changed time and that he took that kid's whatever he was riding pulled it off and was skateboarding around i mean wow those two things just didn't occur to me, and they're so obvious, but that was the plan. No, no, we're making it that he, he didn't just change it. He invented skateboarding and rock and roll. Great stuff. Really great stuff. Then he told us about you know, the other stuff he did, I Want to Hold Your Hand, and used cars, and how that all came to be, and you know, being a big Beatles fan, he mentioned the film Yesterday, which, of course, I taught in my last class with Richard Curtis, which is... You know, not the greatest movie, but it. But the premise is amazing. And uh, anyway, that's how uh, yesterday went. Like I said, there was, you know, one problem. I, I shouldn't have told the kids about the menorah thing because then one of the kids was going to ruin it for everybody. But I got to him in time. 
and stopped the thing, and now everything's cool. Hopefully the kids... Uh, I know there was one kid in class who totally got it, at least. He was wearing a Back to the Future shirt. Who knows what these kids are doing? You know, they're, they're so horrible. I'm like, did everybody watch the movie that we're going to discuss today? Two people watched the movie out of 11. And then some kid came to class. Never seen him before. Uh, he, I'm like, what do you do? Wait, you're that kid that I've never seen. You haven't been in class in three weeks. He goes, no, I was here on week two. And I'm like, when? He goes, oh, I came in late while the movie was playing. And I'm like... I didn't see you. And this, like everybody was confused. It was like, I said, what are you like Hermione and uh, uh, Harry Potter three, where she's time traveling and popping up in classes all of a sudden. And he, he's just staring at me. The kid has no sense of humor whatsoever. And he's really shy. <laughs> and I was letting him have it in front of the class. It's probably the wrong thing a teacher could do. I couldn't help myself. Kid was asking for it. Where the fuck did he come from? How am I supposed to grade somebody who hasn't been there in three weeks? But he had his assignment, and he read it in class. And let me tell you, I'm sure that was really difficult for him. Because remember, the assignment was you have to go back to your younger self and tell you what to do. And it was, and he put in. He's like, well, hopefully you won't be shy. So, you know, you got to appreciate the vulnerability, and you take that into consideration, especially when it's a one-credit class. But, yeah, sometimes I got to remember <laughs> these kids are probably making half of them cry. Because it's too funny for me, because I can't not be me. I'm doing the best I can, but you know how I like to just yell at people for no reason, and I find it funny, but some people just don't get it. And let me tell you something, that's been since elementary school. So what are you going to do? Are you going to change it now? Are you going to change the comedy now? They're like, you're talking like Simon, your voice goes up. I'm like, I'm going to be funny. Is this funny? Am I being funny now? Is this funny? George, this isn't funny, right? Elaine, am I being funny? Yeah, it's a little funny. This is funny? How is this funny? <laughs> so, anyway, another terrific day of class. Again, looking forward to next week when we're talking about Midnight in Paris. Yes, the Woody Allen film. Oh, that ought to be interesting, I hope. It sounds like a couple of people have seen it already, which is good. Looking forward to talking about Woody Allen without mentioning that it's Woody Allen in a way, you know, trying to get around the fact that they probably have no idea what's going on with him. They're children. Please. I mean, when you guys were 20, did you, uh, when, when your professors were teaching about Fatty Arbuckle, did you actually know what happened with Fatty Arbuckle? <laughs> Who would teach Fatty Arbuckle? What a fucking stupid name. But apparently that, that guy was molesting young kids. So now he was like the first person to be canceled that we ever heard of. Fatty Arbuckle, everybody. How are you? Hey, Fatty Arbuckle here with you on a chilly Tuesday morning. It's going to be rainy and cloudy in lower Philadelphia. <laughs> when I, oh, God, I think um, I had a friend who, you know, who I know a lot. I'm not going to mention her name, but she's very young. I'm like, you know, 26, 27. And she called me last night, like at 6 in the morning, clearly up all night, her and her friend. They had a question about comedy. I think we know what, what they were up to. And I answered the phone, I guess, because I was up. And I was like, oh, no, I was just up listening to the radio. And she was, she's telling the guy, oh, he's so old. He's listening to the radio. Yeah, he's up. And I was like, oh, my God, that does sound old, doesn't it? Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I do listen to the Nobody listens to the radio. <laughs> What's, but I told you why I listen to the radio. It's live. I listen to it all night long. I put it, it's on snooze and I put it back on. It keeps me company because it's live. The people are live. 
And there's something incredibly soothing about it not being a podcast that's recorded and that it's live and I can go to sleep and there's other people up and it makes me feel less alone and um, I don't know, I'm afraid of the dark. So there's that. And again, because it's sports, you know, there's no like, well, I think we should go back and, and see what these guns are doing to children. I mean, you know, I don't want to hear that when I'm trying to fall asleep. So what are you going to do? Meanwhile, I was just reading about as I was listening to the radio. I was also I couldn't go back to bed after that. And I was reading on my phone how the sports stations are going bankrupt and ESPN and the fan here in New York City going bankrupt. I mean, let's face it. I'm the only one listening to radio. It's, it's clearly people my age who still listen to the radio. They're ESPN's, I think, is getting rid of their FM station. I mean, they're all talking about getting rid of AM anyway. It's really messed up. I mean, just for me, what, what are you supposed to... Now, I have Sirius XM, which I don't think kids have either, but I have it for Howard Stern. And fortunately, he's live, you know, three days a week. But where's the other live programming? They don't have any. They don't have any late night live programming. I've listened to the Trucker Channel. That's what I've started listening to because that was the only live late-night programming. And I don't even know whether it still exists. I was doing that for a while. because Oh, I know why. Because I was listening to that station when I was driving from Florida to New Jersey one day. That's what it was. I'm like, let me listen to the trucker station. That'll be exciting. I must have seen it advertised in one of the trucker bathrooms or something. And I started listening to it, and it was rather soothing because people were calling, yeah, I'm on I-87 right now in Oklahoma, just going through. I want to tell you, everybody, there's a backup here. You know, three in the morning, it was kind of cool. And, you know, why Why isn't there? Why, why isn't anybody listening to live stuff, I guess? I mean, if you're listening to, why did it go backwards? Listening to podcasts when there's all this video. I mean, I can understand if nobody listened to anything and you just wanted video television and, and movies and stuff like that but to go backwards and podcasts becoming so uber popular i mean uber popular go backwards to basically you're saying old radio programs that our parents used to listen to before i was born i mean who would have seen that coming so that's really weird but they've forgotten the kind of i guess the greatness of live broadcasts i i guess but yeah, it was pretty embarrassing when she was making fun. He's he's old. He's listening to the radio. I remember Chevy Chase saying when he wrote that Land Shark episode on Saturday Night Live, he's like, "Well, you know, I knew Gilda was good at listening to the radio," and I'm like, <laughs> "That's a funny thing to say." I knew that Gilda, one of her um, strong points was listening to the radio. So I always look at it that way because one of my strong points is listening to the radio. But then, sports wise, sometimes. Like there was a Giants game last night, especially when the Jets play, if they win, then I like to hear the guys in the morning talking about the game. And last night, when this was recorded on Friday, uh, the Giants played in San Francisco. I knew they were going to lose and everybody knew they were going to lose. But, you know, I like I like I like when they lose. I have no problems with that. You know, I'm just all about the Jets still. And uh, the Jets have really freed up my weeks. I don't have to worry about it anymore. You know, if Aaron Rodgers was still playing, I would be like, oh, I have to watch this game. I have to watch this game. Now it's like funny when I'm going, you know, I'm going out to California in two weeks. And every time I've gone out to California, what I do is I go to this party on Saturday night. And then Sunday mornings during football season, I like to go out this time of the year. I meet my friend Andrew 
and I go, and you guys know this from past podcasts, I go, I leave really early, and it's really tough, because I usually get home four or five in the morning, but I wake up at like seven, I sleep for an hour or two, I go all the way down to Santa Monica really early, like, you know, I'm down there by eight o'clock, and I walk along the, the, the ocean, it's really great, it's really quiet, it's really exciting, and it's always perfect weather. And then we go to this bar called Barney's Beanery at the, uh, what, what do you call it, the, the, the mall, like on 3rd Street in Santa Monica, where they have all these shops and everything. It's really nice there. And we get there at 9 o'clock on the nose. We're the first people there, and we get a table right in front of the Jets TV. But we watch all the games and have breakfast and maybe some drinks and have a really nice time. And then, you know, it's beautiful. We're finished by 1 o'clock, and then I can do whatever I want. In fact, many times I've met Sarah for brunch after I've already had brunch, which is you know great because I can do that because it just it's so beautiful that all the games start at ten o'clock in the morning there, and then you're free the rest of the day. It's not like here where you know I'm trying to find activities after four o'clock. I don't care for those afternoon games. I'm done. I mean, you've had an overload of seven to nine games you're watching all at once, and then you know you need to be done. And because I've you know, don't have the gambling problem I used to, I can actually flee the house. I mean, I still gamble, but it's not the way it was where I, you know, I was sitting there completely glued for gambling purposes. I think that's why I try and escape. I'm like, look, I don't want to have a reason to, um, well, I got a feeling those days probably ruined my entire life in many ways. That's why I made that article last year for AARP magazine trying to Trying to tell kids <laughs> who read what kids are reading AARP, just very nervous about those apps. And I tell you, I, I'm just telling you, I don't have a game. But meanwhile, I've been going. Oh, I just have to tell you, I've been going every Thursday after you know after I finish, we go out, and we eat something at a restaurant or something. Me and my friends have in Glen, and then afterwards, you know, I go by the Meadowlands, and I'm like, well, maybe I could make a bet. Like an old-fashioned wager, like at the track, and I go because you know I go past the Meadowlands. It's so beautiful. I'm like, oh, I love it here, except for that stupid American Dream Mall. Oh, maybe I'll make a little wager. So yeah, I guess I still have it. Meanwhile, all right. So I go to this place. It's called like the FanDuel place at the racetrack in the Meadowlands racetrack. Oh my God, it's it's like the worst place on earth. It's it's the exact opposite of Disney World. It's uh, there's no girls ever. In fact, last time, I think there was one girl sitting at the bar. I mean, there's, it's a little different now with Thursday Night Football, but when I say different, not better. There's just a couple of more people. I'm usually there around the third quarter or so or fourth quarter. And I'm just going right in and going right out. But it's, it's a scary parking lot. It's scary inside. The, the people there are completely questionable because then you have to ask yourself, why, why would you be there to watch the game? You have an app. I mean, the question is, why am I there? I have an app. If I want to gamble, I can gamble at home on my app. But there's something about going to the track, doing it in cash, getting something back in cash that's old school. And, you know, the app, it's like you never see that money because you're just going to gamble it again. Uh, So, you know, there's something about it that's fun. But this time of the year, I wouldn't go any other times of the year. And putting like $25 down, having like a ticket. I don't know. There's something about the routine that I enjoy. But this place, it's just so, you know, and talking to a person 
and making the bet. But this place, it's so gross. I mean, it's like not gross. Like they made it nice, but it's like the people that are there. Are like, why are they there? Why would you want to watch a game? I understand wanting to watch a game with somebody, especially it's the Giants too. In this particular town, they're playing next door. Then you would think it would be more crowded. But of course, nobody wants to go there. You go to a bar somewhere else with normal people, you know, or you just watch at home. You don't go to this gambling place because what's your purpose for doing that? That you can make a bet during the game and you can keep betting? You can do that on your phone. I think they're actually sitting there just making bets on their phone. I'm not sure what the purpose of this place is, but it's completely fascinating. And I only wish I could record it for you so you could see how really fucked up it is. And I think I told you a long time before they had legal gambling in New York, I used to go there every Saturday to make a bet. And I, how I told uh, people that, like, I remember telling my friend Joe, I'm like, hey, maybe you want me to take Julia there because she wants to, you know, get into gambling. I'm like, let me take her to this place. And that might turn her off forever <laughs> of gambling because I really feel like bringing a kid in. But then you don't know because then kids like, wow, this, I mean, as a kid, I probably would have been like, this is so cool. That's probably what happened to me. My first time at the track, I'm like, this is amazing. And you know what kind of degenerates are at the track? Especially the Meadowlands racetrack. That's harness racing. I mean, that's that's just pathetic. You make a case for the thoroughbred racing. It's been classic. It's been around for years. That's when a jockey's just on the horse. You know, the uh, harness racing is the, the gladiator shit. You know, that's just all fixed and awful. It's so stupid. <laughs> But it exists, and it's been around forever, and I can't believe it's still there. Every night, they have harness racing at the Meadowlands racetrack still. Like, I mean, it's weird. And now they have just people there just sitting there watching. It's like the worst place to watch. It's really depressing and and awful, and yet, you know, there I am. I just love that area. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. There's something pretty about it. Uh that stadium, when it's lit up green, it gets exciting for me, you know, because the Jets are going to play there next, so they have it all set up. But, you know, then sometimes it's blue for the Giants. But meanwhile, you know, it was all going to be, as we talked about last week, it was all going to be Jets friendly this year, and it all fell apart. We'll see what happens. When this comes out, we'll know if the Jets finally beat the Patriots after 15 games of losing. Uh have suggested in the past that there are ways to escape injury, even from the deadliest of the ocean sharks, the great white. One method commonly spoken of by experts in this area is to graciously invite the uh, fish into your living room and <laughs> offer him a, a soda pop and maybe some Oreos and cookies. Just make him feel at home. And uh, that's the news. Um, Stay tuned for something else. Wait, stay tuned. Stay tuned for music. Who is it? Landshark. Oh, Landshark. Uh, come on in and have a root beer. We got Oreos and ah! Anyway, yeah, last week, obviously, I was with my sister and Dory at the house. I don't know whether you like that podcast or not. It's just uh, something that had to be done so I could put out the podcast. As a matter of fact, 
I think I have to do a little interim podcast so uh, while I'm away, you know, we can have a little content, even if it's just a half hour, right? Something new you want to put out, paying top dollar, you know, for, for a weekly podcast. So we'll see what that is. I might do a uh, television preview as we used to do when this whole thing started with Just Gal in the City. But uh, as long as we're going back, I'll start with Friday after we finished the podcast with me, Dory, and Beth. I went out and I said, okay, you know what I'm going to do today? I have the whole day off. It's Friday. I had the whole day off anyway. And we're not eating for a while. Maybe we finish the podcast around one or two. And I'm like, well, I got three hours. So I'm going to take this opportunity to clean my car. You know, I realized as in the the driver, I could actually, I actually, you know, there's no time for me to clean my car from where I go. If I can go to my mother's house, I'm not going to clean it there. You know, just park it, whatever. And when I go back to the garage, I can't clean it there. You know, there's no like, you know, I mean, I can go to a place and get one of those vacuums and do it. But I'm like, this place needs to be clean, cleaned. Like, you know, I need a professional to do it. But first, I need to throw out all the shit that's been in here for maybe, I don't know, seven years. I I found Rachel's, Rachel Feinstein's wedding invitation. And now she has a three-year-old. So however that long was, <laughs> you know, I haven't cleaned out that car. Probably from the last time I bought it to a goddamn tailgate. So it needed to be cleaned. I took all this, I got a big garbage can and I threw all this stuff out and it looked really pretty. And then I'm like, well, I'll do the rest of it tomorrow. But as soon as I pulled out my car to put into the driveway, wouldn't you know, the rear view mirror fell off. I'm like, well, that's just perfect. Obviously, the car is technically falling apart with everything you know the wipers i always have to put down manually because they just come up by themselves and you know it's an old car but it still runs so far really well besides this clanking it makes every day i don't know it's getting me to where i need to be until that day comes where it doesn't the rear view mirror fell off and i'm like oh that that's that's a pretty bad thing because i was driving it without because then i'm like well wait a minute um let me see how it's... I looked on YouTube at how to repair it. And it seemed really easy. And I'm like, you know what? This is great because I'm in New Jersey. I can just go to an auto parts store here and get what I need. This is fantastic. It's not like it happened in New York. I'm like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to get this stuff? I'm going to have to order it on Amazon. I'm like, I'm going to have to wait a day. I don't think I can wait a day. I got to take this car. I can't have not have a rear view mirror. It's almost impossible to drive like that. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I can go to an auto parts store. There's probably one right away. There was like, what, five minutes away. It was one from my sister's house, five minutes away. And I'm like, this will be fun. Going to an auto parts store in Jersey is a lot of fun because, you know, it's, it's a big open space. It's wide. Let's, maybe I'll get some air fresheners. I don't know. It's exciting shopping for car stuff, you know. That's why it sucks, again, living in the city. It's, it's not fun having a car here. I think it's fun having a car out anywhere else but in Manhattan. Or if you, you know, live in a city like Boston or something, you know, having a driveway and taking care of your car is exciting. And I go, you guys wouldn't understand, but I'm telling you. So I went to the auto parts store and I was like, this is so much. It smells good in here. <laughs> like I was already like really happy. And I go right in front. of. I open the door and I see they have like racing stripes. And I'm like, ooh, 
I've always said I wanted to get some racing stripes or whatever they call them for the car. So I bought, I don't know, they were like five bucks. So I bought some racing stripes. I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to put them on, but I'm going to buy them. They're red. I know I should have bought black for my car, but I wanted red. It's just too funny. So then I bought this um, rear view mirror kit, which probably you don't even need. You pretty much need just the glue. But I'm like, I'll just get the kit. It was like $12. It's really just a glue that sticks on your rear view mirror. It's, I probably just could have used the super glue I used for my shoe drawer. And I'm sure it would have been fine. It's fascinating that it's only glue. I mean, I don't know what we all thought it was or me. But yeah, it's just glue. But that's obviously got to be a serious glue. You go over bumps, all that kind of stuff. And I think this has happened before. So I guess every 10 years between the sun beating in your car, your rear view mirror will probably fall off. But it's pretty easy to fix. And it was this time too. So I just bought all the stuff. But it was funny driving without the rear view mirror. You're, you're looking at it. You, you don't even realize how many times you use your rear view mirror until you don't have it. And you realize that you're looking at it and there's nothing to see. Thank goodness I had the side mirrors. But still... Yeah, not having a rear view mirror is not good. It was very, so then so then I just bought the car home and I cleaned the car. I took all the stuff out. And while I did it, my friend Scott called me and he goes, "Hey, I got, you know, the typical call I get a lot. I got a friend who wants to I got a friend's kid. I got a friend, he's very nice. Um I I, I think is he the one that says he's been in my fantasy football league or baseball league for years and he just died." And his daughter wants to get into stand-up comedy. Do you think I could put her in touch with anybody? I said, dude, I'll, I'll talk to her. You know, this is a, a guy I've known for a long time, and he's a, he's a dear friend. And I like, you know, I love talking to the new kids. I mean, I was, yeah, I was angry at that other kid because I thought I was meeting somebody else when I met that kid who has no reason to be in comedy. At least this girl, I, you know, she has some uh, TikTok and Instagram followers. Basically, keeps talking about her father dying and stuff i I told her i'd put her on the uh, tuesday show because i like having the young kids on the show so then you guys can all judge is she funny or is she trying too hard i don't know but that's that's a fun thing to do and she's you know fits the criteria for what we like but then uh basically fitting the criteria means you just have to be okay cool like i said when i met that kid at that diner he just wasn't cool you you don't want to see this guy if I thought he was funny, I'd put him on the show. You know what I'm saying? If I thought there was a chance for him. So, yeah, she seems pretty grounded, and obviously she's getting over, you know, the loss of her dad. Which I mean, she's, she's older. She's like, you know, in her late 20s. But still, you know, losing a father in your late 20s is still, you know, if you got along with him, which I guess she did, is uh, still a tough thing. So I talked to her while I was cleaning the car. I had my headset on, and I was, uh, you know, just talking to her. And it actually, and it, the day was perfect perfect weather beautiful sun not too hot it was just a dream day to clean your car in new jersey you know i mean the only thing that would have made it better is if i had like a big sponge and a bucket of water and i was doing a little fast times in richmond high accent had the raised on radio (laughs) you know
old-fashioned car cleaning in somebody's driveway <laughs> while talking on the phone. It was great. It was really exciting. I don't. I, I was just so happy to just be somewhere else and not be in New York. And that's the thing, you know, it's like, whether I like it here or not, it's just, you know, you just need to get out of the city sometimes. And, you know, that's what people that have money, they, they do. They have two places because you need it. You've got to escape the city on occasion. So that's why even going to my stupid mother's, you know, is kind of relaxing going down the turnpike and just being in the open space. I mean, thank God, even that. And that's not fun. That could be, you know, the stress of getting out of the city and all that is still complicated. But yeah, this day, just being in this, uh, you know, somebody's driveway and cleaning and there's trees and birds and I'm like, this is fantastic. So then if you remember the plan, my nephew, it was his birthday and he wanted this stupid fucking pizza from this place. I don't even have the name because I cannot recommend this piece of shit pizza. But what he wanted for his birthday is for my sister to go an hour and a half out of her way and then an hour and a half back to this pizza place that has garlic knots in the crust of the pizza. Well, you know, that was kind of, that's what he wanted for his birthday, whatever. I would have told you, well, we'll buy it for you. Go get it yourself. Meanwhile, Liza was kind enough to come home from Massachusetts and pick it up on the way because maybe it was 20 minutes out of her way, which was very nice of her to do. And uh, she bought it. But of course, you know, they put it in the oven for a while, but it still sucked. Pizza, you know, it sucked. The pizza sucked. It sucked. We had mac and cheese pizza. We had buffalo chicken pizza and plain pizza, which had the garlic knots on it. So I tried all three because I had to, right? The mac and cheese was okay. Buffalo chicken was okay. And the plane was awful. I mean, absolutely awful. And I wanted the plane only. And I thought that would be good. And it was awful. And the garlic knots as the crust was, it was novelty, but you just, it's not really the crust. You're not holding the garlic knots are like on top of the pizza, like in a way. It's stupid. You just pick them up and you eat them. You don't eat them with the pizza. It's, it's like you're just better off having a pizza and ordering garlic knots. It was stupid, and the food wasn't very good, and it's, I feel bad. I didn't take a picture of it like a moron. Somebody's got to have a picture of it. I'll try and find it. The only picture I have is that the, uh, you know their cat was on the table, and I have a great picture of me and the cat sitting there. Meanwhile, while I was eating the pizza, the cat took a swipe at me. It was really messed up, like hit my head like really hard, and we don't know why. Either she was jealous I wasn't sharing the pizza or whatever it was. It was really weird. I still love that cat, but I guess that cat that cat doesn't dig me. That cat was angry that she had to stay here. I guess she's just afraid of me when she had to stay here or something. I don't know. I mean, she's not used. I mean, then the next night she we slept on the the chair together. So I don't know. You know, cats. They're so annoying. What's um Liz Mealy's book? Uh, why cats are assholes. <laughs> you know, if cats weren't cute like they depict in uh, Shrek, <laughs> like Antonio Banderas. Puss in Boots, uh, they, they just would be losers. <laughs> That's why my cat was the best. My cat loved me. I loved her. And she liked people. This cat's stupid, but it sure is cute. So I definitely have a picture of that. So we ate this stupid pizza, which really just is in my mind is just stupid and bad. Bad pizza. And I, I'm mad that we stopped getting Pizza Hut. 
which I loved doing once a year. Pizza Hut is far superior to this piece of shit pizza. I'll try and get the name for that we had last week. And you know how angry I get about and serious I get about this kind of stuff. You know, because unfortunately, the best pizza place in town ever, Fiori's, is gone thanks to fucking COVID. You suck, COVID. It's only about 28 degrees. We'll check that forecast in just a minute. I feel very mischievous. Very weird. Very. Well, the thing is, I got final seats in my car. When I hit those seats this morning, I tell you, I just went. I figured if I'm up, everybody in the Delaware Valley should be up. You agree with me? I mean, it's three minutes past four in the morning. What else are you going to do? Let's stare. Meanwhile, the whole day, right, because I slept over. I came right from the college and, and slept over bed. And then Dory came home and she was baking all day. She's baking and she always bakes. And her stuff, it, you know, as you know, she was checking on the baking while we were doing the podcast. But her stuff, which is it's tasty, it's just always too much. It's a, it's like, it's funny because as a kid, I always want more icing and more stuff. But now it's just, it's, I don't know, it's too much. It's too filling. And after the meal, I usually just can't eat it anymore. So she left me to have a cookie like the night I got home that she made. I'm like, can I have one now? Because I know I'm not going to want it later. So the cookie was pretty good, the, the, that bakery knockoff she was making. But she was like baking all day for some. I don't even know why. I, she loves baking. But she gets so stressed about it. And I don't know like why it's good for anybody. Friday night, we all went to... Um, Liza's friends Lindsay's house because she lives you know like kind of where around where we grew up and like oh let's just check out her house and so me and my sister and Matt and Liza and Billy and Dory all went to this girl's new apartment she's the hairdresser girl and her and her boyfriend new apartment because we wanted to see it but we were there for like a half hour and it wasn't very fun and they had two cats I guess we were going to see the cats and they were okay. But it just wasn't a fun time because it was weird. They ordered food and then they went to the table to go eat the food while we were there. And I told Beth yesterday, I'm like, why did they invite us? And I, and I mean, all of us. I mean, I understand they want to hang out with their friend Liza and everything because she's in town. But why did they invite all of us? I mean, let's just say even if the adults weren't there and then they ordered food. Why did they order food after they knew we were coming? It seemed strange. Uh, and it was weird. So anyway, the, the adults left and the kids hung out for a little longer. The whole time I'm questioning, why am I even, why was I going? But I had nothing else to do, so it didn't matter. And then Saturday, I took the day off from work. So that was exciting, not having to wake up too early and really having nothing to do. So I said, well, here's what I'm going to do today. I think we were watching uh, one of the Harry Potters on TV. So like around noon, I left. I said, this is the day I'm getting my car washed. I'm getting the inside washed because now everything is thrown out. 
and I'm going to get the outside watch. So I'm like, well, let me get, I need an interior and an exterior. And let me tell you something, that's hard to find. But meanwhile, I also had to stop, and I wanted one by where my storage area was because I wanted to throw some stuff in there because I found some. My sister had a box of old pictures, which um, I put online, the one of me and Atel on the Joe Franklin show. I put on Instagram last week when we were doing the show, but I'll show it again on the bonus show, and then I have one from my college graduation and so much more. You know, I'll, I'll get them together, but I just shoved it in the storage area so they can clean my car. And I'm like, well, I'm sure I can find a place around here. And I put it into the GPS, this place that they said does, it's great. The reviews were amazing. I put in the GPS, both GPSs. I'm talking about Waze and Google Maps. And it led me to a middle of a farm or a park with not one company in sight, not just a car wash, no stores, no nothing, railroad tracks to the right, Amtrak railroad to the right, and a park to the left. And I'm like, what the fuck? I really have very few problems with Waze, but this seemed to be a major fuck up. It's not like the place had closed. I mean, this place never existed. And that is really weird. I probably should have called them up and been like, what what the fuck? But I just didn't care. And I said, you know what? I know there's that place in Perth Amboy that I went to last time that does it. And I know how to get there. I'm just going to go there. And that's exactly what I did. It was a little out of the way, but I knew it existed. And for some reason, that neighbor, I took a picture of me standing over this old bridge that sometimes I show on the Tuesday show it used to be called the Victory Bridge and it was next to that theater that had the porn drive-in when you coming up the parkway that I talk about non-stop and nobody remembers except me but it is online you can find it and I've just always been obsessed with that little spot of land called the Driscoll Bridge that separates Perth Amboy from South Amboy and the Victory Bridge, and I took a picture of me there. Like, it's in my dreams. It's so fucked up. So I don't know. For some reason, I felt comfortable in that neighborhood. Who the fuck knows why? And I got out of the car, got the car cleaned, and the outside and the inside. I also tried to get that, what I thought was bird crap on my car, which is obviously pain. I had some, I, Beth gave me some nail polish remover. I tried to get that off. I don't, that, ugh, I don't know what's going to take that off because, I talked to the guy in the store and I asked him about it. He goes, well, you don't want to use paint remover because then it'll take off all the actual car paint. I'm like, oh, right. Thank you. So I don't know how to get that off. All I know is I got in the car and I'm like, wow, this looks amazing. This looks fantastic. I was so happy to have a clean car uh, that that was organized. But it really fixes your headspace, which is why I got to get my apartment organized, like the closet with all the eBay stuff. I got to organize because it cleans your head so you can think clearly. It's, it's fascinating how important it is to organize. You see the people that are hoarders. They're crazy, crazy people because they cannot concentrate. They cannot organize. Organization is key to living your life. So I got in that car and I'm like, this is fantastic. And then I bought it back to Beth's. And I had bought at that auto parts store, I bought like a scrubber that cleans carpets, you know, car carpets. Like it's like maybe it's like scrubbing bubbles, but it has the top where I'm making the gestures where you can, you know, really scrub the carpets. And even though I know they did that, I took it out and scrubbed it some more. A lot of them, there's like, you know, years of dirt on it and stuff. So I actually got home and scrubbed it some more and uh, I was like really into it. 
And it was exciting. And then I put the racing stripe on it, which I have a photo of, which it's almost worth spending the $10 on the bonus show so you can see it because it's hilarious. Because I put it on myself. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just putting it on. It's It looks like Charlie Brown's shirt by accident. It's not supposed to look like that, but there's peaks and valleys. I didn't know what I was doing, and I couldn't have cared less. And every time I come out to the car, including yesterday, there had been a couple days, I, I, it just makes me laugh. So how is that not worth every penny? And I just put it over the thing, put it through the door and everything. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where. I was. Everybody's like, well, why didn't you put it up there? And I'm like, I, I don't know. It's so stupid. And the fact that it's red, it's hilarious. And then I just opened the door, hoping it would crack. But then it unleashed the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, crap. I thought that would work. It's such a mess. But that's what makes it so funny. Because who cares? So I'm telling you, I got a picture. You're going to love it. It's really stupid and funny. I'll try and get more pictures. I'll, I'll get pictures of both sides. I just took a picture on one side. My sister came out. She goes, that's hilarious. Everybody's like, but I don't understand. Why did you do it? I'm like, why Why not do it? It's I've, I've been waiting to put racing stripes on that stupid minivan since I've got it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put racing stripes on it. They're like, why? What? Because it's hilarious. Hello? Who puts racing stripes on a minivan? That's How is that not hilarious? I think if the cops pull me over, they're going to be like, I'll be like, hey, check out the racing stripes. I put them on myself. Uh, I don't know whether they let you go for that or whether they're like, uh, hold on, please. Uh, will you step out of the car, sir? <laughs> You're obviously impaired. Uh, <laughs> it could go either way. What do you drive, huh? I drive. Yeah? How about you? Who, me? Yeah. Well, what about duty? What? Hey, I was. That's what I thought. Now, come on, guys. Now, this car could be a major piece of machinery. Do you know that? Now, look at this. Well, this car could be systematic, hydromatic, ultramatic. Why well, could be grease lightning? Grease lightning. So we'll get some overhead lifters and four barrel quads. Oh, yeah. Keep talking, walk, keep talking. Cut off the chrome padded rods, oh yeah. We get already, I should do it already. With the four speed on the floor, they've been waiting at the door. You know that ain't the shit where they get licensed. Grease lightning, go, lightning, you're burning up the quarter mile. Anyway, then as you know, it was Rosh Hashanah, so Rhoda came over. Billy went to get Rhoda. And Beth's plan was to take pictures of the whole family. Remember, she told me I had to lose weight before then. We had to wear black shirts. And jeans. And we all did that. And we took some photos. Liza's boyfriend was kind enough to take some photos. I said he should be in some of the photos too. Beth's like, no. I'm like, all right. So he was kind enough to take a lot of the photos. And she just wanted to take a bunch of photos with a real camera. Family photos. Like I said, I think she just thinks my mother's dying. But, of course, we know she's living another 20 years. So this is stupid. But whatever. Photos came out nice. Again, I will show you one of them. But she was furious at her husband, Matt, because he is not smiling in any of the pictures. He doesn't want to be there. He wants to have nothing to do with it. I think his past and his horrible family is part of it. A little bit like I don't want these family photos, even though I love my kids and my family. But I hate that 
I just had this, the worst childhood. Maybe it had something to do with it because I was showing, we, I was taking pictures out of this box, you know, the old pictures of me, and he was just getting upset about it because I don't think his family took any photos. I don't know. But he was miserable. But he was also cooking all day. And he didn't want to leave what he was doing because he was you know, making up dinner for Rosh Hashanah. We were having breakfast for lunch, breakfast for dinner, which is everybody's favorite. So it was great. She got bagels and locks. He made amazing scrambled eggs. I mean, really amazing scrambled eggs. He made you know, homemade mac and cheese, not from the box or anything. He made French toast. It was really he was working in the kitchen. He's like, now I got to go out and do this. He, he was just angry. And, and for some reason, he couldn't put on a fake smile. So my sister's furious, but it still came out really good. But, I mean, he, he cooks all day. It's really, it's really great. That's why I like going over there. His cooking is amazing. I mean, they might have been one of the best scrambled eggs I've ever had. I don't know what he does differently. Oh, I know what it was. It was butter. He puts a shitload of butter into them. Yeah, they're not the healthiest, but boy, are they good. I, I saw him make the scrambled eggs with a stick of butter. I mean, you can picture it, right? I mean, it's like it was it was great. If you make it just the right way, never thought about that butter. Meanwhile, I was at, I was at my job the other day. They were making French toast. And the guy, Bruno, who, who was the chef there, he's like, uh, Dave, can you hand me one of those orange juices? And he put it in the mix. I'm like, oh, and I, we got up there too early for the French toast. And I'm like, oh, no, now I want French toast. But I was like, no. No, I got to relax. I already have eggs. Let's just relax. I don't have to get both. Crazy person, you. But it was really fun having breakfast for dinner. And then I guess Dory made an angel food cake, but she didn't put the orange icing on. That's the only reason I like angel food cake. Orange icing. That's what my dad used to ask for his birthday all the time. Angel food cake with orange icing. And if you don't have the orange icing, it really doesn't work. I mean, the cake is still pretty good because it's like a spongy cake. And she, she made it good, but, you know, how do you forget the orange icing? And she goes, well, I already have icing on other things. So I'm like, yeah, but this needs icing. That could be my favorite cake because me and Billy were talking about the reason why we like sushi is because we think not only is it healthy for you, but it's less filling. And the two of us think that way. We're like, no, we can eat sushi every day because it's less filling. That's when, oh, when I'm having too much other food, you know, Taco Bell, all that kind of stuff, then having sushi is the right move because it's less filling. Of course, that's ridiculous because there's so much rice and everything. But that's the way we look at it. So I'm just saying the angel food cake seems less filling. That's something I can eat more than the, like, you know, these big cupcakes or cookies and stuff because the angel food cake seems lighter. So it, it always comes down to how your mind perceives something, I guess, how it works. So anyway, then I, I left finally because I was there for like two days. And, you know, I don't know if they were happy about it or not. <laughs> And oh my God, it took me so long to get home. It was awful. It was just so, I don't know what, you know, it just sucks going back into the, what was that, a Saturday night? Was it a Saturday night? Yeah, it was a Saturday night. I don't know what time it was, maybe eight o'clock. I don't know why it took so long. It was awful. I was just like, ugh. You know, and then like the, the city was crowded and it just, you know, you get back in the parking garage and then you got to walk back and I'm like, I'm done. I just remember I wrote it down. It took so long. I don't even remember it now, right? It goes away. Once you get home, you forget about it. But I wrote it down because I'm like, oh, my God, that trip took so long. That was such a bummer because it's not always like that. Usually, you know, you leave later. But I guess I guess things are, I don't know, they're weird. They're getting back to normal or not. You know, so the U.N.'s in session here, right? So that screws up everything in my neighborhood because I live right by the U.N. So First Avenue is just closed off. 
you know, because the president was in town this week. President Zelensky was in town this week. It was a mess. So they're like, don't come in this week. So I think, I, I mean, I definitely noticed a difference. Definitely on Tuesday when the president was coming to town, I noticed there was less people on the road. There was less people in the subway. I think people got the message and didn't come to work. And I couldn't take the bike all week because they don't even let you ride your bike up First Avenue or even walk. So I'm like, I'm just taking the subway. I don't want any trouble. I took the subway back and forth. each day. I, I, I wouldn't even walk home on Monday because I'm like, I just don't want the trouble because there's nothing worse. You're walking home and you know I'm walking five miles, right? And I'm finally at the towards the end of the trip and then they won't let you go up First Avenue. You have to circle around second. It's different in a car. It still sucks. But when you're walking, you're like, really? I have to go around and it's like having a, it's like fucking having a parade. It's the same thing. It's awful. It only happens two weeks out of the year, but it's like, ugh. It's so frustrating. I'm like, I hope that's not gonna affect my Thursday, which I thought it might, because when I walked out, there was so much traffic. They take 57th Street and they cut out two lanes and they make a dedicated lane for the president and everybody to travel through all across town. But fortunately, fortunately, this time my parking garage is on the west side. So it pretty much is okay. You know, it's all just the east side. You do not want to be driving or quite frankly, just even just walking around this week. I think it, it, you know, there's a whole bunch of cops on every block right here. I just went to Dunkin' Donuts today and all the cops are out. And I know it goes until Tuesday, but usually after the first week, it it settles down a bit where it, it gets to more normal. You can ride your bike past the UN again. I mean, can you blame them? You can't blame anybody. The president's in town. They stop everything. You know, at least this time, we know the president's coming to town. It's when we don't know where it's awful and you're just stuck and you don't know why. And remember, they stop traffic. They don't just slow it down. They stop you. Remember last time I was on my my little motorcycle and they stopped me and I couldn't go through because the president was coming by and they stopped everything. It just puts the entire city at a standstill. And again... You know, we all get it. You know, that's the way it's supposed to be. And, you know, I would sit there and be like, oh, I don't want to. If I was the president, I'd be like, well, I I hate to disturb the people. But you're like, fuck that. I have to have some sort of security. It's pretty dangerous being me. And you should have easy access to get to wherever you want to go when you're the goddamn president. Helicoptering or flying, whatever it is, you should have easy access. The president needs easy access. It's got to be places. You know what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, I just heard recently that they said the reason why, it was just in the paper today, the reason why Donald Trump wouldn't wear his mask during COVID many times is because he didn't want to get bronzer, his bronzer that he uses on the mask. Isn't that hilarious? So he actually does use bronzer. I mean, I guess we all knew that. There was a reason he was orange. It's just kind of funny to actually admit it. And (laughs) yesterday I saw him autograph a girl's breasts and everybody was into it. It's a video. I don't know whether it's, you know, gone viral or anything. And I'm like, well, you know what? At this point, why not? What does he care? It's like, you know, everybody's cheering him on. And he can do no wrong at this point. I mean, his his people love him. So what's the difference? If he, he wasn't signing a press. He was signing above it. But it was definitely inappropriate for a president, an ex-president to do. Or anybody in this culture. And for the fact of the matter is, you know, it doesn't matter for it. I'm like, looking. I'm like, oh, well, this is going to cancel. I'm like, what am I talking about? This is going to make him more popular. Because now it looks like he's one of the people. I had the 
picture on the Tuesday show with him flipping hamburgers at Iowa State at a fraternity. I say to myself, God damn, even if I don't like him, I'd be so into it if he was doing that at my fraternity or anywhere. (sighs) We're such idiots. You meet the people in person, you get so excited. Even if they suck. I wonder how I'd feel about OJ coming over and just being in the building and be like, hey, I saw OJ. Oh, my God. It's so weird. We're all so two-faced. It's not just me. I mean, OJ's a celebrity. Yeah, he murdered his wife and another guy. We know that. But he's a goddamn celebrity. And if he was in your building, you'd be like, hey. I mean, it'd be any murderers like Casey Anthony, all those people. You'd be like, hey, guess who I saw? I mean, it's ridiculous, right? The the celebrity status and the 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 passes we give them. <laughs> I mean, this is how people react when they see me. They're like, "Hey, guess who's uh, at my job?" Dave Juskow came in. And they're like, "Really?" The Dave Juskow, the nightclub comic. That's right. Meanwhile, on Sunday, right? I was like, "All right, I'm glad to be home on Sunday," and. You know, I have these things I like to do during this time of the year that make me happy. I like getting lottery tickets this time of the year only, like scratch-offs. And I like doing it because I guess it's a whole gambling frenzy. What do you want me to say, right? But I love getting scratch-offs in the fall. I like getting them from Jersey, and I like doing them. And I also, as you know from last year or two years ago during COVID, during this time of the year, I like getting the Sunday paper. I like getting the comics, I said, well, I'm going to get the Daily News this morning because that's the only one left that has comics. I pick up the Daily News. It's $3.50. $3.50. The paper is extremely tiny. It's not like, you know, getting the New York Times or something. And no comics. And I look online. I'm like, did the Daily News get rid of comics or did I just buy a paper without comics? And there's no information. I went on their website. I can't get in touch with them. And there's just no way to find out whether the Daily News got rid of comics. Now I can't get the Sunday funnies, which are awful, but for some reason during football season, sometimes after the last game, I like to sit there with the comics and just kind of read them, and it you know, puts me in a place like listening to the fucking radio. I don't know, like a happy place. Then, of course, I remember how bad the comics are, but there's something nice and colorful and stupid about them that, that I need at that moment. And I don't think they make them anymore. I was I forgot to go check. Well, I didn't have to. Oh, this was driving me crazy yesterday. So I had diarrhea yesterday. I, I actually had diarrhea again. I was so stressed out. Like I knew Bob Gale was zooming in, right? I don't know the guy, so I'm stressed. In two weeks, Alex Sulkin's coming in from Family Guy. I love him. I know him. I'll be less stressed. But I don't know this guy, right? You just want to make sure everything goes well. You want to make sure you got the right questions. My stupid students didn't write any questions in until the very last moment, so... I got to go see my mother yesterday, right? The cleaning lady came. Then I go to see my mother. We ate lunch, which I hate. And I tried to just have something that's not going to make my stomach worse. I got an iced tea and I got a turkey club. I tried not to eat the whole thing. I had a you know half a sandwich and, and a half of the other part of the sandwich. And there was nothing on it that was going to make me sick. And my stomach's feeling pretty good. But I, you know, I'm I'm I'm, ner- I'm nervous. I'm stressed. Because because also just like when do I leave here? It takes me an hour and a half to get up to the school from here. I'm just nervous and worried, and you know I had to park far in my mother's building, so I, I don't know. So then I go, 
And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to leave. It was like 2.15, and I had to meet a professor at 4 o'clock. So I'm like, I'm going to get out of here because I was looking at the GPS. It was like, it's going to take me an hour and 20 minutes to get up there. So I, I started to panic. I'm driving up there, you know, always on that stupid Garden State Parkway. There's always traffic at this one place. And you're like, uh, even though, you know, it's beautiful. Thank God for that GPS. It tells you exactly when you get there. I'll be fine. But with 20 minutes to spare. And I got to park my car and then walk to the campus, you know. So I'm like, Ugh. so I'm stressing. So I meet with the guy and he's walking me over. And I, I, I don't have time. I didn't have time to stop at the store to get like chips and lottery tickets to get gas. I needed gas for my car. The usual stuff I do where I take my time when I go, I go way early so I can do all of this stuff. And I just didn't have the time. I didn't have time to get coffee before class. I was like really getting stressed. I, I just planned everything incorrectly. And then I met you know the, the guy who was setting up the webcam beforehand and everything. So I, was, I just didn't have time. And then I'm like, well, I didn't even have time to get a bottle of water. I got to get a bottle of water just in case you know, I have a coughing fit or something like that. And there's like no water on campus. Like the, one of my students took me like all the way across campus to get a bottle of water. I was like, it was completely stressing me out. But before I had that, I was like, I think I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, I was so stressed. I turned it into uh, diarrhea. <laughs> I love talking to my kids. Oh, my God. Because normally, as you know, it's just stress. It goes away. I don't even think about it. It's nothing. And this time I'm like, you know what? I think I think I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. Uh, and it's so it, what's worse than going to the bathroom as a college professor, you know, and you're going to the same bathroom that the students are in and you're like, uh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, it's, it's just the worst. And, you know, I don't even like going to public bathrooms anyways. It's already a disaster. But I had no choice. I'm like, I don't know if I can make it through the whole class. I got to I got to I got to take care of this. But I was so stressed. Stress causes the stomach issues all the time. I think Liza's having some stress. I said, have her call me. I was just like, Liza has a lot of stomach issues. I'm like, it's stress. It's stress. Have her call me. I will tell her why this is happening. It's not, for me, it's not, I eat badly, but it doesn't matter. And even if I don't eat, I have it because I stress myself out so much. And for really what reason, you know? I mean, that's a good reason that day, let, let alone I said, you know, like we're setting up the webcam. Is it going to work? Is my Zoom going to work? My new computer, the reason I got it is going to be bad. All that shit that, God damn, I wish I was one of those people that could just get high and forget about it all. But even high, getting high stresses me out. You know, I'm like, oh, no, I shouldn't have gotten high. You know, like, oh, fuck. I'm a mess. I've always been this way. There's no, you know, way, no way out of it now is the way I am. I stress out in certain, certain situations. I mean, you know, tonight is the big night. I got to dress up in a jacket, uh, go to this National Arts Center. I told you about this for the last two weeks with this girl. Is it a date? I don't know. Feels like one. This big, artsy fartsy, crummy snobatorium place. Snobatorium place. Uh, am I stressed? You're damn right. I'm stressed. How can I not be stressed? I got to dress up. I got to hang out with this girl. I, I don't know her that well. She's like, oh, it's fun. All the people come out. I'm like, uh, what is this? I don't know. I'm stressed. I shouldn't be stressed. This sounds like a fun thing to do, but I get stressed leaving the house, and I don't know how to fix it. I get stressed when, I, when I'm doing that comedy show on Saturdays, which I love doing, and I love going to Jersey. I get stressed. Why do I get stressed? I get stressed. I got to get out there. I got to do this. I got to leave. I got to shower. I mean, the daily mundane things stress me out, and that is no way to be, and I don't know how to make it better. 
It seems like making it better would be leaving the city because the city is stressful. But I don't know. I guess I'll never know unless I move and then I'll know. And obviously now I know this is the way I move out of the city. It's got to be in baby steps. I can't just leave this place and go somewhere else. I'm going to have to make enough money to rent an additional place, which I don't think will be that much in Jersey. Well, a nice place, I guess. But I'm going to have to get an additional place so I can try both things and take it from there. That's obviously the only way I'm going to be able to do this because we all know a month from now, if I had moved to, like, say, Asbury Park or Long Branch, wherever, you know I'd be like, oh, my God, what have I done? This is awful. I'm so bored and sad and lonely. Commuting is a disaster. You know what I mean? So what are you going to do? Meanwhile, uh, Tuesday, it was great that we had Greg Fitzsimmons on. This is fantastic that I can get all these people that actually I don't mind doing it remotely anymore because I can get all these people from L.A. to just make the picks. Oh, my God, the most obvious thing. Just bring in a guest for 10 minutes. Everybody can do it 10 minutes. They don't want to sacrifice the hour. That's why we were able to get Sarah Silverman last week, which is fantastic. Greg Fitzsimmons this week. Because I'm like, no, just 10 minutes. 10 minutes, make the football picks. Why did I think of that before? 10 minutes. Then you can get all the good people. I don't know why it never occurred to me before. So now it's great. We always have like a good guest every week. It's fantastic. And then on Wednesday, you know, again, I I, I messed up my time again. I was like, I got to do this. I got to do that. And I didn't do anything. And I'm like, oh, I wasted my time again. And then like 340, I have to, you know, be back by four o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'll go downstairs and get coffee and see the girls. There's some dude working there. He's disgusting. I'm like, you know what? I'm walking right. I walk in. I walked right out. I'm like, I am not getting coffee from this place of coffee that I don't really need if the girls aren't going to be there. I don't know what's going on. There's been a guy there for two days. And I'm like, this is the one reason I was using this coffee shop. Otherwise, I'll just go across the street to the deli or to Dunkin' Donuts. Are you fucking kidding me? Bring back the girls. I made it completely clear. I don't know why they're not getting the message. There are four coffee shops here trying to make a living as a mom and pop coffee shop. And clearly, you just want pretty people there. There has to be an X factor for one of them of why you go there and you don't go to the other. You're really blowing it. Oh, it really gets on my nerves. Last night, we went to this place in Montclair called Egan's. This place sucked. I mean, yeah, no, it sucked. Like, it was weird. They had a band in the back, but we didn't want to sit outside. We sat at this table. I said, well, we've got to be careful at a bar like that because the Giants will be on, but nobody, nobody. Sorry, some. Something just fell in my play. Oh, right, because the wind knocked the uh, my coat off the head. Oh, my God. You know, it's like you live alone and you hear something going on in your apartment. Like, what the fuck? What do I got, rats? Is somebody here? Oh, sorry. It threw me off. Anyway, where the hell was I? That made me so nervous until I figured out what it was. You know, the wind blew the... Oh, see, yeah, the wind's going crazy. It's blowing the door in and out. It's, But it's terrifying. You know, like, wait, how did... What? Who's here? I always close the door before I do the podcast. I don't know why. I guess I don't want the people, uh, you know, my next door neighbors hearing me, but they hear me all the time on Tuesdays and every other podcast they do, Marina's podcast, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, went to this place called Egan's and they sucked and this guy sucked and he's like, oh, the kitchen closes in 10 minutes. I'm like, of course it does. My friend Evan is just like, now let me see. He's like that guy at the track. Now, if I do a parlay, what would that mean? And I'm like, come on, just order already. We're going to miss our window. 
And of course, they, oh, they, they're fucking that Sam Adams, seasonal. I'm like, okay, well, you must have the Oktoberfest. No, we're still on the fumes of summer ale. I'm like, you guys suck. You suck. Oktoberfest should be coming out in August. You stink. Already I'm angry, but I ordered like a wedge salad because that looks amazing if they're special. You know, you get all of the non The guy's like, Evan's like, what's healthy? He goes, well, the wedge salad. And we're looking at each other like, okay. Because we both know that there's no nutritional value in iceberg lettuce. And there certainly isn't any nutritional value. You're going to put bacon and blue cheese on it. So they say, I'm also going to have the buffalo chicken tenders, I think. Or the boneless buffalo tender. I guess they're called tenders. I'll have that because I didn't feel like picking up the wings. And um, they were awful. And he's like, oh, do you want extra ranch dressing? I'm like, ranch dressing? And I was like, I was just done with this guy. I'm like, ranch dressing? You fucking ranch dressing. You don't know it's fucking blue cheese. I'm already angry, right? I wasn't angry, angry. I'm like, I don't, I'm not getting angry at these places anymore. I am getting angry at a place. It's clearly they're showing the Giants game. And it's clearly some form of sports, but they got TVs everywhere. How in the second quarter of the Giants game are you closing the kitchen at 9 o'clock when the Giants are playing on Thursday night football? Fuck you. And I know these kitchens close early in New Jersey, but it's a fucking sports party. Are you fucking kidding? I'm sick of this. It's my fault because I can't get there. I could probably get there early, but I like talking to the students after class. And that next semester, my class is going to go till 8 o'clock. I guess we're just not going to be able to eat anymore. We'll just have to, you know, have a drink, I guess, somewhere. Whatever. Who cares? Anyway, that food sucked. Um, and that guy sucked. And then we got the bill. And, of course, this time I took a look at it. And, and again, he didn't um, write it down. This is what happened last week. I didn't mention this. Last week or two weeks ago, girl didn't write it down, fucked up my order. This time he didn't write it down. And Glenn even says to him, hey, don't fucking come back here and ask me what I want again. And, of course, he did. He's like, well, you said you wanted the uh, no avocado, right, or, or no pineapple. And he's like, you know, if you had written this down, these people that don't write shit down and then they ask you again, it's really fucked up. Everybody's got to be annoyed by that. They get it wrong every single time. This time he put an extra beer on the thing. And we're like, dude, what the fuck is this? He's like, oh, I think I put theirs on you. I'm like, ha, 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 you fucking jerk off. And then... Uh, my Evan, well, Evan was going crazy. He was asking for ginger beer. I, that one, I, he took off this ginger beer too that Evan said, nah, just give me water instead. But Evan was so high, he, he can't talk to the guy properly, so I didn't blame him for that. I was watching the whole thing, and it's, it, that's, not, that's not the waiter's fault, but he was kind enough to you know, take off the thing, and then we gave him a nice tip. So then he just kept talking and talking. And, and, and what is it? we did last week too when the girl totally forgot my order and yeah, we tipped well anyway because they all seem polite and nice and they, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, <laughs> I want to say I'm not getting as angry, but I am. But not like at the time. I guess I'm just like, look, we came in late. It's our problem. We weren't expecting much. So I don't know. I, I'd prefer if the food was better. So that's too kind of, well, the last one wasn't too bad. But yeah, this one's a clunker. I wouldn't go back there. But it's certainly fun to try a new place every week. That has been also the fun of uh, doing this class, and that's kind of great. Anyway, I already told you uh, what I'm doing tonight, so you can expect next week's podcast to be, should be quite entertaining of how things went um, after we I leave you today. 
on the Tuesday show. I don't know who the guest is yet. It's still, again, virtual. And then the week after that is in the studio. And then the week after that, I well, I, I, don't, I won't be on, I guess. Unless if Alon can host, maybe I'll, maybe I'll zoom in from uh, L.A. And I'll be able to say, like, hey, talking to you from sunny L.A. Hey, dude, I'm talking to you cordless. You got to come out here, man. It's awesome. So we'll see about that on Billy Joel A to Z. Oh, you lucky dogs. Part three. <laughs> the Nylon Curtain. Album wrap up. And then we'll, uh, well, I'd like to say we get back to music, but no. There won't be an actual Billy Joel song that you've heard of for another like three weeks. So get ready. Come on. You love it. You want us to keep it going, don't you? I think Alon's done. I think I'm done, but we do it anyway. Hopefully it just doesn't take that much time, but it does. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're always having a good time bringing it to you, just as I am having a good time bringing you Just Gow in the City. That's it for this week. I hope everybody has a great week. The weather seems to be pretty good in the month of September and October. And I'll see you next time on another episode of Just Gow in the City. Good night, everybody. Never had them very far When all my